Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Jared Sandler, who we have seen grow up in front of our very own eyes, is now also part of the television broadcast, too, joins us on 365 Sports. Jared, what did that mean to you? Oh, hey, Smokey. Sorry, I, I lost you that last second, but uh, I, uh, it's always great talking to you guys. Yeah, it's great to have you, Craig and Paul, and, and with me as well. What does the opportunity to do what you're about to do on top of the radio, you got more involved in the broadcast last year, and now being a part of the television broadcast too, mean to you? Oh, man. I mean, it I still, I, I think I tweeted this earlier today, but whether it's radio or TV or just the fact they allow me in the ballpark for <laughs> the team I grew up rooting for, it's, uh, I, I still, I still have that, that really kind of fuzzy feeling, uh, that, you know, I had when I first started and, um, I grew up watching TV until it was bedtime and then listening to Eric. Uh, and you know his host of partners on the radio, and so um, you know I have I have tremendous appreciation for the the history of Rangers television broadcasters and some of the you know the great broadcasters who have come through here, including Dave Raymond, who uh, who is a, a Baylor dad now, as I'm sure you guys know, uh, and he he does such a great job, and I'm so fortunate that Dave's a teammate and a friend, and I just. I'm going to work my tail off to try and provide an, an entertaining and fun broadcast and informative broadcast just like he does uh, in my own way. And I'm, I'm so grateful. And again, the fact that I get to do this, uh, yeah, it, it's not lost on me that, you know, it, I, I know what it means to be a Rangers fan and I still am one. I, I, I haven't lost that. I, I don't think I ever will. And I just appreciate the fact that I get to do this first for the team that, you know, it's my, it's not just the team I grew up rooting for. It's my hometown team. You know, it's not like I, 
I'm a, a, a transplant fan or anything. This is where my family's from. Uh, and this is the, the team I grew up rooting for. And it's just an incredibly special opportunity. Jared, um, you know, we are pitchers and catchers time, uh, spring training wise, Jordan Montgomery, uh, it, it seems to be his best option would be to return to the Rangers at this point. Now, nothing's, you know, signed yet, but do you think that that is likely to happen or is it just tough to get a read on because baseball free agency is, uh, a slow burn now? Yeah, it's, it, Scott Boris has really uh, pressed the, the slow motion button on this with all the clients. You know, Bellinger, Montgomery, Snell. I mean, these are his guys. And uh, uh, he's not quick to put pen to paper, that's for sure. I, I, I'll i be honest, going into the offseason, I didn't think there was a good chance Jordan Montgomery would be back, and I still don't. Um, I, I do think that, uh, that that arrow is pointing towards coming back with each passing day, but I still don't think it's, you know, in my estimation, over, you know, 50% chance. Um, it's just tough to get a read on it. The financial situation is, uh, you know, it's tough to interpret, you know, with the, the Bally stuff and, and everything. And I also think, you know, the, the, the only thing I'd say is whether or not he returns, the biggest mistake that I've seen in the assessment of Jordan Montgomery and the Rangers is the idea or the notion that the only reason he's not a Ranger is because of the TV deal. I think the Rangers, uh, while they love Jordan Montgomery and they will always have an affection for Jordan Montgomery with you know what he did last year uh, and would be pumped for him to be in the rotation, I think there are baseball reasons as to why it's not a no-brainer. You know, he's north of 30, and you know if you guys remember, during the regular season, the Rangers, uh, and, and, and they weren't the only team who felt this way. I think the Cardinals felt this way as well. Uh, when Jordan Montgomery got to about 70 to 80 pitches, they really felt like uh, the 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 stuff and the production dropped. And, you know, for a guy that's north of 30, for whom that's the case, uh, it's, you know, it's not a no-brainer to sign him to a five-year deal for nine figures, right? You know, so uh, can, is that a trend that's going to continue to get worse? Is it a trend he can reverse? Is it, you know, why, why Why was that the case? Because the data was pretty stark. You know, it wasn't just small sample size happened over two starts. So, you know, I think there are baseball reasons as to why the Rangers are contemplating, you know, bringing him back. Uh, obviously, if they had unlimited pocketbooks, then, uh, you know, it, it probably would be an easier decision. But they're also weighing the luxury tax component, too. You know, you sign him to a 20-plus million dollar a year deal, uh, you know, you're you're pushing closer and closer to surpassing the luxury tax threshold for three straight years, which, uh, you know, in, in, includes some significant penalties. And, uh, you know, I just the Rangers have not been a team that uh, has, you know, shown a willingness. And, and, and by the way, very few have like one or two teams have just disregarded the luxury tax to that degree. And, and the Rangers aren't one of them. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. Uh, they have spent a lot of money. Do they want to sign Jordan Montgomery to that level of deal? Uh, I guess we'll see. Again, I still don't think it's a, a, a likelihood, but I do think it is more and more likely with each passing day that he remains on the market. Jared, we saw uh, Adolis Garcia signing a two-year uh, deal to avoid arbitration. There's been other moves along the way. What has stood out to you about how they've uh, continued to, I guess, uh, add on to this roster, keep this roster intact, how this has all kind of come together so far to this point. What do you think of, of what they've got coming back? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they really didn't have a whole lot they needed to do from a position player standpoint. I think, you know, and and, and there still could be uh, a move made. I, I, I thought there was an opportunity maybe to pursue something in the trade market uh, with the surplus they have, be it, you know, Justin Foxkew uh, or one of their, their many infielders who are blocked. Uh, or, you know, of course, everyone looks to the outfield situation. But, you know, I, with the outfield situation specifically, there, there was no rush, nor did there need to be a rush to, to trade anyone. You know, the minute you trade depth, all of a sudden you're now begging for, you know, that depth to return. And so, uh, you know, from a position player standpoint, not a surprise. Now, you know, what, what are they going to do with the rotation? Because right now uh, they've got – you know, a solid five to get them to the point of the season where they start getting some of these injured arms back. But what do you have beyond that? Who's your six, seven, and eight? You need that. And is that Jose Urania? Uh, is it Owen White? You know, who, who's, who are the guys who are going to provide that depth in the rotation? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers make another move to help their rotation. And again, is that Jordan Montgomery? Could it be? It could be. It also could be someone who's, uh, you know, going to cost significantly cheaper and, uh, you know, someone who's maybe going to fit in in the middle to the back end of the rotation. Uh, I, I, I still think there's a move to be made there. I think what they've done with the bullpen is really interesting. And I think to me, the question is, what are you going to get from Josh Spores and Jose LeClerc? Because if you get the guys you got in the playoffs, you now add Kirby Yates and David Robertson to the mix. That's uh, that's a pretty, uh, pretty formidable four relievers who can make up the back end of your bullpen. Uh, but I think similarly to the rotation uh, where the Rangers would really benefit from one of their minor league guys stepping up and showing the ability to give them three to five starts between now and the middle of the season, it would also benefit them if one of their minor league guys showed the ability to uh, get major league hitters out from the bullpen. And the guy for me that, you know, it, it could be, uh, you know, a big opportunity for him is Mark Church. You've also got Yerry Rodriguez who, you know, he's, He's pitched sparingly in the big leagues. He hasn't really established himself. He's out of options, but he finally put it together. They need someone who no one is expecting big things from to step up and give them big things to, to help build that bullpen depth. How big of a loss would you put at Mitch Garver, considering how well he played when he was healthy last year and what he was able to give them as far as even position flexibility last year? Yeah, I I think what Mitch brought in addition to just in general being a, a productive middle of the order bat is he helped develop and establish the identity that made them so dangerous as a lineup. And that is the willingness to draw a walk and take pitches and make life miserable for opposing pitchers. It's not drawing walks for walk's sake, but, but wearing pitchers down and fouling off tough pitches with two strikes and not giving in, uh, and, and making life easy for pitchers. And, you know, you can get similar production from, you know, player A, B, and C, and if player A is Mitch Garver, you could still make a case that he might be more valuable than players B and C because of the way he, you know, works counts and the way he fits with this team and, and this team's identity. Uh, so I think it's a loss in that regard. Now, with that said, uh, Mitch Garver's a good player. You're not missing out on anything you know, outside of the batter's box. You know, he wasn't a, a threat on the bases. You know, he did a nice job as needed behind the plate, but that's not really a strength of his. Uh, and, you know, he's the type of guy who 
you know, if you're not able to replace him, then that's, I don't mean this disrespectfully to Mitch, but shame on you. Uh, because it's not like we're talking about Corey Seager or Marcus Simeon. And I think the Rangers believe they've got a guy who can replace his production in the lineup, whether or not he breaks camp with the team or not. That's Wyatt Langford. And he'll DH some, he'll play the outfield some, whether that's, again, right away, uh, game one of 162, or if it's a few weeks down the road when he gets caught up. You know, that's one reason why I don't think the Rangers felt the urgency to bring Mitch Garver back because ultimately they want to leave that spot open for White Langford, who I think they believe can make a big difference in 2024. Jared, Bruce Bochy has four World Series championship teams. Of course, we know the first one last year was with the Rangers. Uh, It's weird because he's been incredibly successful, but sometimes it's hard to win and then follow it up. It's not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. But do you feel like because he's been through this before – that it could help him manage and make sure this team doesn't get caught up in some of the things that could happen when you've had success? Yeah. You know, remember Bruce Bochy was on the every other year plan yep. there for a five-year stretch. <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe you should put your money on 2025. It, it is so tough to, to repeat. And I think, you know, why in baseball is it tough to repeat? Maybe other than, you know, different than other sports. Uh, you know, your your hitters, yes, they are playing more in a given year in which they win the World Series than, you know, another year in theory. Of course, if guys get hurt, then maybe that balances it out. But a lot of it's the pitching side of it. Uh, now, with the Rangers, you know, maybe they'll benefit from the fact that Nathan Avaldi missed four to six weeks, whatever it was, because he didn't, you know, get that extra month's workload and stuff like that. Maybe they'll benefit from the fact that Andrew Heaney uh, you know, had some time going between the bullpen and the rotation, and same with Dane Dunning. But you know, that that's one element to it. And obviously, it's just it's it's incredibly tough to win one, and and to win two in two years is even tougher. I, he does have the experience. He's not repeated before, but you know, he definitely has the winner's mentality, the understanding of what it takes to win. This is still a really tough division. I still think this is a three-team division, much like last year. So they're not getting any any breaks there, but uh, they definitely have the talent to do it. They've got a lineup that I think could end up being better next year or in 2024 this year, I should say, than last year. Uh, And I think the bullpen should be better. I think the big question is the rotation and can they, you you never get through a season with five starters and only five starters. You always have to uh, tap into your depth there, but can they delay the need to do that until some of their other guys get back? And, you know, who are the guys who are going to step up from a depth standpoint when they, uh, are forced to go beyond five starters, and how are those guys going to perform? I think that will be a real key uh, for the Rangers getting through the regular season. And then, as you guys know, once you get to the playoffs, who the heck knows? You know, the Rangers did not look like a team poised to make a deep October run the way they, uh, you know, barely got into the postseason and limped through the final two months. So you get there, anything can happen, but getting to the playoffs uh, is incredibly difficult. Unlike the NBA, where everyone gets in these days, uh, getting to the playoffs in Major League Baseball, like in the NFL, is you know is a tough challenge in and of itself. Jared, I mean this when I say this. First of all, we're incredibly proud of where you are, where you have started, and the hard work it took to get to your point of doing pregame, postgame, and then all of a sudden becoming more involved in the uh, the broadcast and now the opportunity on TV. Um, so happy for you. We really are. Uh, pitchers and catchers reporting is a big deal, and having you on and seeing you 
succeed the way you have and will means a lot to us as well. Have a great spring, and we'll see you down the road. Well, I appreciate Smokey and Paul and, and everyone over there. You guys, uh, your support over the years has meant a lot. And I'm just excited to go to Arizona to, uh, to, to broadcast for a team that's the defending World Series champion. First yep. time we've ever gotten to say that, and that's going to be a whole lot of fun. It will, we'll, we'll say it as much as we possibly can. Jared Sander, one of the voices of the Rangers, now a part of the television yeah. broadcast, too, with Dave Raymond. That's part of that Diamond Sports package, and there's a conglomerate of others that will be involved, but also still a part of Rangers Radio with Eric Nadell and Matt Hicks, too. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.